Father, by the name of Jesus, we come to you right now about his and our hearts. We come to say thank you, Lord, for this day that you made. God, we thank you for your loving kindness and your tender mercies. Father, we pray now that you will open our minds, our hearts, and our ears, and let us hear what the Spirit has to say to the church. God, we pray now that this word that is going forth, God, will minister, will edify, it will encourage, it will strengthen our minds, our hearts, and our spirits, God, as we ask you to hide us behind the cross. Forgive us of in and all transgressions, that you may be glorified and edified, God. We thank, thank you, and we declare and decree that blessings shall be upon us in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Good afternoon. It's been a minute that we've been on here. We do apologize, um, but we are doing our best to get back up and running so we can be a blessing to the body of Christ, that we can strengthen and encourage and give you a, a word of hope, joy, and peace. Um, I want to come on today and just minister for a few moments um, about something that I've talked about off and on for a good while now. And that is the mental health in the body of Christ. Everybody say I'm saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost, and feel five baptized. And that's great. And we thank God for it. But there are times that you, your mind place is not as strong as you desire it to be because you got so much going against you, so much is compounded upon you. And as a man, and I'm talking more especially to our men right now more than to your women, but y'all do have the same stuff things. I do go to mental depression and issues as well. But us men, we gotta come together. We gotta be more stronger than where we've been. We go over and put on the side like we Superman, like nothing bothers us, but the devil is a liar and I come against it. I'm gonna be very transparent about this because it's really been bothering me a lot more lately than ever. Is that the mental awareness in the body of Christ, especially with our men's is rampant suicide is on the utmost high compared to a couple of years ago the suicide rate for men was down to 30 percent now suicide rate between young men and women men and our teeners is up to 82 percent there's something wrong with this is because one thing i find out is wrong with it is that we're not talking to nobody we just going around with a smile face praise god hallelujah thank you jesus knowing that mentally we are not up to par we're not there but we're afraid to tell anybody because we are going to be ridiculed we're going to be outcast we're going to be lied upon we're going to be embarrassed because people will go around and say i thought they were saved and they ain't got a heaven or hell to put you in and let me make this perfectly clear if you did nothing wrong uh you did not sin but i do want to let you know to you right now because of this that's what the Bible declares to arm yourself as Christ has so suffered to arm yourself likewise means you're going to go through some things in this world just like Jesus did. And as he told the Paul, Apostle Paul told the church of Colossia in the book of Colossians chapter 2, set your affection on things above and not on this earth. Meaning that everybody, we're trying to get all the materials, wealth and stuff that we can have, but in not dealing, taking care of our body mentally emotionally, spiritually, we're doing everything else to take care of the mental well state of the building. And this is the problem that I'm seeing with us men in the body of Christ is that we got so much on us and we got no outlets. And it's sad. Again, because if we were to tell somebody that we were going through something or we mentally feeling some type of way, People will go around and laugh and make us an outcast. I thought they were safe. How are you going to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ knowing that you you got something wrong with you mentally? 
Well, I'm going to show you some scriptures that show there was a lot more men and women of God in the Bible that had mental issues, but they still praise God. That's why the message, the thought of the title of this message came. My mind may be distorted, but I still praise God. Or you can say my mind is distorted, but I'm still serving God. You can put it either one you want to because it's the truth. And let me take you to the scripture that I want to use as my foundation before I really get into this because I feel something's going to transpire. This is going to, I'm believing that this is going to open up a serious dialogue to everybody. In the book of Psalms, chapter 6, Psalms, chapter 6, verse 6, I am weary with my groaning all night, the night make I my bed to swim. I water my couch with my tears. My eyes is consumed because of grief. It is waxed old because of all of my enemies. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquities. For the Lord hath heard the voice of my weeping. The Lord hath heard my supplications. The Lord will receive my prayer. The Lord, all, let all of my enemies, let all of my enemies be ashamed and sore vexed. Let them that return and be ashamed suddenly. And David wrote this because he was having a mental issue. He was having a mental, he was trying to understand why nobody in his family loved him like he loved his family. Why did the king that he served faithfully was trying to hurt him. He couldn't understand why everybody that he loved so much came against him. And some of us right now, talking to you right now, because I talked talk to myself about this, there's been people that I love so much that came against me, turned their back on me, lied on me, ridiculed me, scorned me, ostracized me, and I could not understand why me, God, why when I'm always doing my best to be there for everybody else, when I'm always praying for everybody else, why I'm always encouraging everybody, why now that I'm in I'm in trouble, nobody's coming to my rescue. This is how David felt. He says, I do everything I can to make every try to make please everybody. But I found out something some long time ago. My mom said, you cannot please everybody. And I still try to find a way to please everybody. But you until you learn how to please yourself, you cannot please everybody else. Until you learn how to be happy with yourself, you cannot make nobody else happy. I don't care. Until you love, learn how to love yourself, you cannot love anybody else. I want to help somebody here today praying mentally. I'm praying for, I'm talking about the mindset, your mindset, your mind. Ah, oh, yes, the mind is a thing that the enemy loves to take off. They love to try to do everything he can to set you down, to cause you to feel less than than when you are more than. That's what the word of God says. We're more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. But the enemy will try to play tricks on our minds and say we're the opposite. We're not more than, we're less than, but the devil is a liar because we are more than because the Bible declares in Romans 8 and 39, greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Help me somebody. And I want to talk about this mind because my mind may be distorted, but I still praise God. I still serve God, even though man, I'm going struggling mentally. And because let me just talk very transparently, very openly, because all the things I've been facing lately, these last almost three months, that nobody really knows we've been going on. People have been texting me. I'm going to deal with this very heartily and be open with it. People have been saying, hey, how you doing? And my answer is, I'm okay. Or am I right? And not knowing that I'm not really okay, I'm not all right because I'm trying to figure out how to make ends meet, how I'm going to pay my bills, how I'm going to be able to support my children that needs my financial support. And I have nothing to give anything. Everything I had, is what I lost. And it bothers me because me being a man that I'm supposed to be the provider, I'm supposed to be able to take care of my kids as well as taking my care. And I don't have the assistance 
financially to do anything anymore right now. And I'm not saying this to make anyone feel sorry for me. No, I didn't tell nobody except Jesus because I felt if I told anybody else, I was going to be ostracized. I'm going to be ridiculed. I'm going to be made shame or people going to allow me. I was going to be the butt of this sermon. Like some of you right now that are listening to this. That's why you don't talk to nobody what you're feeling, what's going on with you, how sometimes you feel depressed. You get all by yourself and you stay by yourself. People come and talk to you, how you doing? I'm okay. Now worrying that God knows you're not okay. Because mentally you're going through, you're trying to figure out, I don't understand why I feel this way. Why do I feel like if I, nobody likes me? How come I can't talk to nobody? Why when I'm talking to nobody at all of a sudden I just want to get by myself? It's because the enemy is doing his best to sabotage you. It's because the enemy is doing his best to cause you to walk away from God. He's doing his best to make you go cuckoo for cocoa puffs. So you cannot tell nobody about the goodness of the Lord. You cannot tell nobody that Jesus saves, heals, delivers, and set free. You cannot tell nobody, according to the enemy, that you have been delivered. You won't have a testimony because you're going crazy. And what bothers me so sadly, because I've been talking about the mindset off and on, and then to get a, get a reminder a few days ago about this young man, 40 years old, committed suicide three blocks away from his house in a motel. And he left a, left a note why he did it. And everybody said they did not know he was going through this mentally anguish because he always had a smile on his face. He always making everybody laugh and he's always dancing and clowning. But yet, he was feeling miserable mentally. This is where this text comes from, what David said in verse 6 of chapter Psalms, chapter 6, verse 6. I am weary with my groaning. All the night make I my bed to swim. I water my couch with my tears. Many of us have sat up all night long crying in our beds, in the bathroom, taking a shower, taking a bath, sitting in our cars. We get alone doing break and we, all of a sudden we just get about once we just start crying and we don't understand why. It's because the mind is under so much scrutiny. The mind's got so much pressure on it. And there's an old saying, pressure will bust a pipe. So I'm employing my brothers and my sisters today, talk to somebody. Seek professional help. If you can't go to the pastor or you can't go to nobody in your church that you feel comfortable telling them that I'm going through, I need you to pray for me because I don't know where my mind is at. I can't understand what's going on mentally, but I'm I'm just to the point that I really just want to pull my hair out. Even though I ain't got no hair, I want to pull my hair out. Let somebody know. And I'm encouraging you today. I'm challenging you more so than in encouraging you. Check on your brothers and your sisters. Don't call and text. Do not accept, I'm okay, I'm doing all right. No, find out really what they're going through. Find out how they're doing mentally. And just offer a word of prayer, a word of encouragement. I don't know what it is that you're facing. I don't know what's trying to overtake you, but I declare in the name of Jesus from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet that you will be healed, you will be delivered, you will be set free. I stay in agreement and approximately with you right now that everything that you need, God shall supply your need according to his word, according to his riches and glory. That's Philippians 4 and 19. And I'm standing on 
on his word that in Philippians 4 and 13, that you shall do all things through Christ Jesus that strengthens you. I take authority over your mindset and I rebuke the enemy and I command him to take his hand off your mind by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. Check on your brothers and your sisters. Do not just go by, okay, I'm okay. Because that's what we, we so normally, and that's what we've been doing. And we got to get out of this. We have to do better as believers of Jesus Christ. We have to do better as we are saying we are saints of the most high God. As we are children of the king. We are God's kids. That we must do better. When we say, I am my brother's keeper. We talk about it, I am my brother's keeper. But are we really our brother's keepers? When was the last time you just called on your brother? When was the last time you called on your sister? Matter of fact, when was the last time you just said, you know what? I don't know if you need this now, but I just want to be a blessing to you. And I don't got much, but I want to share something I got with you. When was the last time you done any of those things? Because your brothers and your sisters are scoring mentally and you don't even know it. Because they are too ashamed. And I'm including myself more than anybody else. I tell you, I don't talk about nobody else because I don't know your story. I talk about me because I know my story. And I have been ashamed to tell anybody I've been struggling mentally. I've been embarrassed to tell anybody that my mind has been running rampant, that it's not staying focused, that I have not been centered on Jesus Christ because all the things that I face, all the things I have lost in these three months, didn't know if I was coming or going, I was up or down, but yet I had a smile on my face. I'm doing all right mentally, but I was not doing all right. I was drowning. I was like David right here. David getting telling you what he is mentally, how he's feeling mentally. Read this chapter again. Look at verse 6 again. Let me read verse 6 to you again. It's imperative. It's important today, my brothers and my sisters, that you get this. You understand the emergency, the urgency that we need to do better than what we're doing. We need to go first, go back and lay our gifts at the altar and repent because we have not done what God called us to do. We have not checked on our brothers and sisters. We have not encouraged one another. We have not strengthened one another. We, But we have used one another. And it has not been for the glory of God. It's the truth. It's been for selfish gain. I'm going to use you to benefit me. And that's going to be it. But verse 6 of chapter 6 of verse Psalm says, again, I am weary with my groaning. All the night I make my bed to swim. I water my couch with my tears. He is a king, a worshiper, a praiser, the apple of God's eye, a man of God's own eye telling you that mentally he's been struggling and screaming. He's telling us, even though the Bible really don't talk about mental illness like per se, but there's some scriptures right here that takes you to to let you know that we've been, they went through some mental illness. They was going through. The Bible even declares, if you don't believe, read Daniels if you want to. I'm going to call it out to the chapter. You can go back and get it yourself. You can go to Daniel chapter 3. No, I'm sorry. Is it chapter 3? I don't know. Let me hold on. I'm, I'm going back to it because I really want you to get it. I really want you to get it. I believe it's Daniel. And maybe chapter 6 talks about Nebuchadnezzar, how he got punished him for his wickedness. And wouldn't let him eat. Except that like, he ate like a wild animal in the field. But 
And all of those things, hear me, when I tell you, God delivered him. When he prayed and cried out to God. So I'm just saying, I can't find the scripture right now, but I will come back to this. But it's in Daniel. Talks about King Nebuchadnezzar was sent out into the wilderness. And he ate grass for seven years like an animal. He lost his mind. But when he cried out to God, God restored him in his right mind. If you don't believe me that you can be saved and, and still go cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, look at Elijah when he faced Jezebel. The Bible declares that he cried for 40 days and 40 nights. He went through mentally to the point that he couldn't even take care of himself. He couldn't even clean himself up. He couldn't even feed himself. He had to have God had to send ravens to feed him. Hello, somebody. I'm, I don't know who I'm encouraging you to, but I'm talking to you right now because I want you to be delivered. I want you to be healed. I want us to be script and I want us to be script and mentally. That's why Paul says in Romans chapter two, I mean, verse chapter 12, verse three, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Talk to somebody. If you cannot talk to your fellow pastor, your brothers, your sisters, go see a professional. That won't tell nobody about what you're facing, what you're dealing with. Mental illness is real. And it's time for the church to stand up and address it. It's time for the church to go put the prayer links back up. It's time for the church to go back to the shut-ins that we used to do. Go in on Friday night and pray all night long. Pray all day Saturday and Saturday all night long. And pray until 6 o'clock Sunday morning and come out. blessing the name of the Lord Jesus. This is why the church is in discombobulated because we have failed to do what God has commanded us to do. We're saying we love the Lord, but we yet we're not doing what God has commissioned us to do. If you don't believe me, go back to something we quoted, but we don't use it and we don't live it. Second Chronicles 7 and 14. If my people, which are called by my names, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, turn, hear me. Turn from our wicked ways. Then God said he will hear from heaven. He will forgive us of our sins and he will heal the land. We cannot have the blessings without the blesser. We cannot be healed without the healer. We cannot be delivered without the deliverer. We need Jesus. In the Romans, Paul recorded again in Romans 13 and 13. And it's got to do with your mindset. Believe me when I tell you, it got a lot to do more with the mindset as anything else. But whosoever call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And I'm praying right now that you're hearing on the sound of my voice, you're hearing me right now. Jesus, touch our minds. Jesus, restore our minds. Jesus, heal our minds. Jesus, renew our minds in you. Because we need you, Jesus. We can't do nothing without you. And I'm believing God by faith right now. My faith is being strengthened and I'm stirring it up and sending it out to you right now, my beloved brothers and sisters. The devil will not win this war because he definitely not going to win this battle. But we shall do what the songwriter said. Don't wait till the battle is over. 
shout now. And I'll go to you. Let me explain to you about your shout. A shout is not your dance. That's body movement. It's a body exercise. But your shout is when you open out of your belly, you open your mouth and you begin to yell. You begin to cry out. Shout. I don't care if anybody sees you think you're going crazy. Open your mouth and shout. I'm talking to your spirit, man, right now by the blood of power of Jesus right now through the Holy Spirit. Open your mouth and begin to shout until your deliverance happens. So you get your breakthrough, your mental breakthrough. Open your mouth and shout out of your belly. Shout the glory of God. Shout telling him thank you. Shout praising his name. Shout until that miracle comes forth. Shout till your deliverance happens. Shout to the devil of hell. Loose his grip over you and he leaves your house. He leaves your children. He leaves your finances. He leaves your bank account. He leaves the premises because he's been serving an eviction notice that said he must evacuate immediately. Not tomorrow, not later on this week, but right now in the name of Jesus, he's been evicted and we command him to leave. He cannot return. We bind him up. We cast him back into the pits of hell and tell him to stand until his days of torment. But we do lose the power of God. We lose God's glory. We lose God's healing. We lose God's deliverance. We lose the manifestation of his power. We lose the anointing of God, the fresh wind of God. We do lose right now in the name of Jesus. I declare in the creator right now, receive the glory of God in your mind from the top of your head to the sole of your feet. Be that loose. Be that healed. Be that set free. Be that delivered in Jesus' name. Glory to your name, God. We thank you for your blessings, God. We'll come back and talk about this mind some more. But I just want to give you a few minutes, give you a nugget. Pick that phone up. Call your brothers and your sisters. If you need somebody to talk to, let me give you my number. I'm here. I work, but I am here. I am available. I have, it's, it's, I, I'm not playing about it. I'm tired of this. The number, you can call me or text me and say, man, just pray for my mind. I, I, I'm feeling it. Just pray for me. I don't know why I'm going through it, but just pray for me. You, see, you ain't got to, I ain't like everybody else. I don't need to know your business. But if you call for prayer, we're going to pray. And that's all we're going to do. I don't want details. I don't want no stories. We're going to pray. But you can call me if you need to. Here's my number. Area code 484-908-5563. Let me say this to you again. You can text me or call me anytime. And I'm always sending morning prayers. I'd love to hear from you. Give me the testimony of God's glory in your life. Area code 484 908-5563. Call somebody. If you don't call me, call somebody and tell them, pray for me. Pray for me. Pray for me. Pray for me. Pray with me that God will restore my mind. God will renew my mind. God will heal my mind. Because I say, my mind may be distorted, but I still know how to praise God. My mind may be distorted, but I know how to serve God. I know how to call on him. The devil will not win. I declare another decree, and I mean it. The devil will not win. Satan is a liar, and he's a defeated foe. By the power of the Holy Ghost, we declare a decree. God bless you. Be blessed.